0: Wednesday, May 19th, 2010, and you've got Oz in your ears.
1: If you bloggers self-organize and attach yourself like leeches to specific issues, corporations, organizations,
2: challenges, whatever, you will be the intelligence Minutemen of this century. There aren't enough guns to kill us all, and Halliburton can't build the jails fast enough to keep us down.
1: Rakers is a board member for NARTH, the National Association for Research and Therapy of Homosexuality, a group that says it helps people with, quote, unwanted homosexual attractions.
0: But Lucien also says for the trip to Madrid and London, he was to give Rakers what Lucien called sexual massages every day.
2: He basically got excited. That was the whole case.
0: So he wanted you to touch him? Well, yeah. This model says the bra with straps tied to plastic pots and a water hose with seedlings acting as a belt adds a contemporary touch. The bra fits much better than it looks. Bradley Byrne was a Democrat.
1: Now he's a Republican. On the school board, Byrne supported teaching evolution, said evolution best explains the origin of life, even recently said the Bible is only partially true.
0: Yes, Radio Free Oz, and I'm your host, Peter Bergman, and my co-host, David Osman.
2: Hey Pete, it's good to see you on this very pretentious Wednesday morning. What do you mean pretentious afternoon Wednesday or morning? Evening, evening, depending upon your your immortal soul's zone. I'm well, it's sure.
0: all time shift on the web, so yeah, I it, it, I was a little kind of like heavy on the Wednesday. Yeah, it was a
2: big, it was a big Wednesday. I'm, I'm expecting a lot to, to happen during
0: the course of Wednesday as people listen to Radio Free Oz. Yes, it's, well, every day is getting really packed with news because the madness grows. I mean, there's no doubt about
2: it. Mm, it's like one of those Santa Barbara forest fires that you see up there and say, oh, it won't get anywhere near my
0: it house.
2: Jumped the rim!
0: Well, I tell you, people are jumping the ridge. The fire, the the oil continues to flow, right. Just as well as, as, and we'll find out later about people who say I can't see it, but it was under the sea, not a problem, you know. It's very heavy oil, it, very heavy, Sink to the bottom, and things are remain ridiculous in Washington. I mean, I, I'm not anti-Washington, I'm not anti-politician, I'm not one of those. It just happens to be really absurd.
2: It's pretty antic. Although they did let um, uh, the Supreme Court did come up with a ruling that said that uh, kids who had been sentenced to life in jail that they maybe we shouldn't do that again because nobody else does it, and golly, they might find some reason to let them out on parole in case they... And
0: maybe it's inhuman.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. something like that, except for, except for uh, who was it? Uh, was it Alito? I don't know. One of them said... Elitist. You know, that's that's, the uh, justice Elitist. elitist. The justice uh, Elitist, yes. I'm that's so... not what it says in the Constitution. Yeah. the Constitution, it says, get close, little mothers, yeah. put them in
0: jail. Kill them all. Let God sort the children out. Man, yeah, I know. It, it, it's one of those. Well, there's 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 the guy who is the the rep the the Republican representative from Northeast Indiana, who is was the major spokesman for abs, teaching abstinence, and now has to leave the House of Representatives in shame because he was caught having an affair with one of his staff members. Yeah. Couldn't practice. You know, a little abstinence would have kept him in his position of power. But- you know, a little abstinence would have kept the governor
2: of New York in position. You know, a lot of guys, this is a big error of uh, hubris, you know. Uh, and maybe JFK got away with things that uh, nobody can get away with anymore. But, did. But still, you ought to know better. You ought- yes, particularly when, you know... The, the That Google bus that takes the pictures of everybody, you know, yep. the fronts of all your houses.
0: Right. Oh, there you are with your girlfriend, Governor. <laughs> well, the, Governor Spitzer? Yeah. You know, well, I got a great story. Andy <laughs> Thomas, who soon will become a, a regular member of our – he'll be our, actually our first roving reporter. Oh. Right? The, we're going to call it the Andy Thomas Guide. Is the Thomas Guide National? I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Okay. He told me the story on that. He said that uh, – Laura Bush got so upset with her husband when he started drinking again that she left the White House for a week and went over to that major hotel. And uh, I don't remember the Hay Adams or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the Secret Service was there and they set up a whole series of cameras to be able to, you know, to watch her and all that. And he, a week later, she left and Spitzer took the room the next night. And the secret service is, go- is is going to turn their cameras down. They go to the control room to turn them off they, There he is. Oh my, there gosh. he is choking this girl and so they that was it. That did it. I mean he what bad luck
2: okay, just to be in the wrong room at the hey Adams hotel sort of shaking your hay around.
0: Hey hey, hey, hey
2: hey, so long Guff.
1: Oh boy oh, Bakoko.
0: Bob's Berserkel Berserkel Lounge that is under the telephone telephone poles in the exclusive Multimart Shopping Shopping Center. Center.
1: Refuel yourself in an atmosphere of righteous
2: indignation. Meet Cult every Thursday night. Bring a date and dine by the whites of her eyes.
1: At at Bob's, you don't have to to leave leave your loved loved one in the street. street. Your Your car car is as welcome as 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 you are. are. Thousands Thousands of empty empty seats seats in the back back for the lonely set. set.
0: You don't have to wear a a clock around your neck to know what time it is at bob's meals cooked with real religious fervor so don't get a job hang out at Bob's.
1: Oh, take upholstery avenue, avenue the, corner the corner of third and furniture. furniture turn, turn right, right at the statue of the, statue of the square, square round, round poet round and, and you're and at, at bob's berserko, bob's berserko lounge. lounge it's, it's weird. Weird, 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 weird
0: this is from the gray lady Above the restoration hardware in this Jersey Shore town, not far from the Navasink River, lurks a Wall Street giant. Here, inside the humdrum offices of a tiny trading firm called TradeWorks, that's W-O-R-X, how clever, workers in their 20s and 30s in jeans and t-shirts quietly tend high-speed computers that typically buy and sell 80 million shares a day. But on the afternoon of May 6th, as the stock market began to plunge in the flash crash, someone here walked up to one of those computers and typed the command HF stop, sell everything, and shut down. Across the country, several of TradeWorks' counterparts did the same in a blink. Some of the most powerful players in the stock market today, high frequency traders, went dark. The results sent chills throughout the financial world. Yeah, and ruined a lot of people, a lot of really simple people who don't trade 80 million shares a year and are not working in nanoseconds or picoseconds, but working in real time. After the brief 1,000-point plunge in the stock market that day, the growing role of high-frequency traders in the nation's financial markets is drawing new scrutiny. Hmm, what a surprise. Over the last decade, these high-tech operators have become sort of a shadow Wall Street. From New Jersey to Kansas City, from Texas to Chicago, depending on whose estimates you believe, high-frequency traders account for 40 to 70% of all trading on every stock market in the country. Some of the biggest players trade more than a billion shares a day. So these bozos in t-shirts and genes in these little out-of-the-way offices are, are responsible for 40 to 70% of the trading every day, this is out of control. Now, these are short-term bets, very short. The founder of TradeBot in Kansas City, Missouri, told students in 2008 that his firm typically held stocks for 11 seconds. TradeBot, one of the biggest high-frequency traders around, had not had a losing day in four years, he said. Well, I know one thing we can do. You know, there's short-term gains and long-term gains, short-term when you hold a stock less than, I'm not exactly sure what the period is, but it's something like six months or who knows. But I think that if you hold a stock less than a minute, that you should pay like a 95% tax on that. That'll slow some of these speedy traders down I would think. But some in Washington wonder if ordinary investors will pay a price for this sort of lightning quick trading. I think they've already paid that price. Unlike old-fashioned specialists on the New York Stock Exchange who were obligated to stay in the market whether it's rising or falling, high-frequency traders can walk away at any time. Which is very much the new American ethos. You're uncomfortable? Walk away. You just did it and you don't like what you got for just doing it? Ah, Ankle the scene. While market regulators are still trying to figure out what happened on May 6th, the decision of high-frequency traders to withdraw from the marketplace is under examination. More and more evidence is pointed to the fact that these lightning trades are completely destabilizing the market. Here's another thing: the the people that do this speedy trading say, "Well, you know, it's good for the market because it creates liquidity and volatility." You know, we don't need volatility; we need real liquidity, not electronic liquidity, not not short-term liquidity. We need the kind of liquidity that that corporations or companies can use to buy new machines, to create new jobs, not to just redistribute income between these mumsers at the speed of light. Uh, did their decision, Washington and the regulators are asking, create a market vacuum that caused prices to plunge even faster? Well, One of the vacuums is in the regulatory atmosphere in Washington. It is an intellectual and moral vacuum. Quote, we don't know, but isn't that the point? How are we ever going to find out what's going on with these high-frequency traders, says Senator Edward E. Kaufman, Democrat of Delaware. Who wants the Securities and Exchange Commission to collect more information on high-frequency traders? Yeah, collect more information. Whenever you have a lot of money, A lot of change, little or no transparency, and therefore no regulation. You have the potential for a market disaster, Senator Kaufman added. That's what we have in high-frequency trading. We not only have the potential for a market disaster, we're in the midst of a market disaster. Some high-frequency traders welcome the closer scrutiny. We're not a no-regulation crowd, said Richard Gorlick, a co-founder of the high-frequency trading firm RGM Advisors in Austin, Texas. We were all created by good regulation, the regulation that provided for more competition, more transparency, and more fairness. But critics say the markets have become unfair to investors who cannot invest millions in high-tech computers, like me. The exchanges offer incentives, including rebates, which can add up to meaningful profits for high-volume traders as well. Now, weak hands like myself, and by the way, that's what the market calls all small investors, weak hands. I'm insulted. The market structure has morphed from one that was equitable and fair to one where those who get the greatest perks, who have the speed, have all the advantages, said Saul Arnook, who runs an equity trading firm in New Jersey. He's on the inside. Saul ought to know. High-frequency traders insist that they provide the market with liquidity, thus enabling investors to trade easily. Yeah, we know all about that. The benefits of the liquidity, they say, is that we bring to the markets aren't theoretical, said Cameron Smith, the general counsel uh, for high-frequency trading firm QuantLab Financial in Houston. Where do they get these names? If you can buy a security with the knowledge that you can resell it later, that creates a lot of confidence in the market. Yeah, they're buying and selling at the speed of light. Excuse me, I don't have time to make a decision. The high-frequency club consisting of 100 to 200 firms are scattered far from the canyons of Wall Street. Most use their founders' money to trade. A handful are run from spare bedrooms, while others, like GetCo in Chicago, have hundreds of employees. Spare bedrooms? There is some moss-hung nerd in bed who's eating Cheetos and crashing the market? Whoa, I just love that! Most of these firms typically hold on to stocks for a few seconds. They are the paradigm of patience. Or minutes, or hours, and usually end the day with little or no position in the market. Little or no moral position in the world. Their profits come in slivers of a penny, but they can reap those incremental rewards over and over, all day long. What all high-frequency traders love is volatility. Lots of it. It was like shooting fish in the barrel in 2008. Any dummy who tried to do a high-frequency strategy could make money, said Manoj Narang, the founder of TradeWorks. The TradeWorks computers get price quotes from the exchanges, decide how to trade, complete a risk analysis, and generate a buy or sell order in 20 microseconds. My, oh my, that's probably why we're so nervous. All our decisions are being made for us in a matter of microseconds. The computers trade in and out of individual stocks, indices, and exchange-traded funds or ETFs all day long. So, if high-frequency traders crave volatility, why did TradeWorks and the others turn off their computers on May 6th? Good question. Mr. Narang said TradeWorks could not tell whether something was wrong with the data feeds from the exchanges. More important, Mr. Narang worried that if some trades were canceled, as indeed many were, TradeWorks might be left holding stocks it did not want stocks it knew nothing about, stocks it didn't care about, stocks that represented companies with people they never met, people who are going to lose their jobs and suffer and they can't hear the groaning. No, man, it is what Brecht called real feframdung. It's alienation. It's the continual alienation between goods and money and people and products. Everybody is traveling at the speed of light. Now, now that the dust has settled, however, He has mixed feelings. Oh, really? I didn't think he had any feelings at all. He says several high-frequency trading firms that I know about stayed in the market that day. He said and had the best day of their year. Oh, that's good. Now, there's a winning strategy for America. Cause a crash and profit from it. Well, Dave, we know the GOP has become the party of NOP. No, no, no. It, it, it's a sad sight to see. But now they have become even trickier and more mean-spirited. They don't have any plan. They don't have any platform. They don't have a clue, but they do know how to gum up the works. Uh, They they
2: got an American flag lapel pin, but you go right ahead. Yeah, they got that.
0: They got that. An example of Republican obstructionism. All right. Okay. Here it is. It's rendered beautiful. It's beautiful because of its simplicity. Okay. Recently, the GOP killed a House bill that would increase funding for scientific research and math and science education by forcing Democrats to vote in favor of federal employees viewing pornography. So, in this bill... If no, wait, 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 I wait, know, wait. I know. Wait, wait. Hmm? Oh, wait. Oh, 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 we just lost everybody well, we there, did, yes, including me. Come, well, well, come again? Yeah, well, now we know who the GOP We know the GOP. They hate science and are only interested in obstructing the... No, the process. Yeah, they are yeah. becoming the teabackers, by okay. the way. Okay. There is really no separation. Okay, so here's how. Yeah. here's how. Representative Ralph Hall, Republican of, are you surprised, Texas. Mm. The ranking member of the House Science Committee, how we ever get there, I don't oh, know. he's, he he's ranked. ranked. Right he ahead. just ranked. Yeah. Yeah. He introduced a motion to recommit, a last-ditch effort to change a bill by sending it back to the committee with mandatory instructions. Okay? okay? Uh-huh. It's a way of just keeping the bill from getting on the floor. He knew sooner or later it was going to get there because the Democrats are in the majority, but he thought he would just throw things down. My honorable
2: friend from Texas, oh, yeah. I acknowledge that he has screwed us up again, yeah. Mr. Chairman. So
0: in this case, Republicans yeah. included a provision that would bar the federal government from paying the salaries of employees who had been disciplined for viewing pornography at work. So to proceed with the bill and bring it to a final vote, Democrats would have had to vote against the motion to recommit and thus against the porn ban but they didn't have the stomach for it. 121 Democrats jumped ship and voted with Republicans to kill the bill. These are the same wusses that roll over time and time again. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, man. Just wait. All right. For anyone anyone that is concerned about federal employees watching pornography, they just saw a pornographic movie. It's called Motion to Recommit. It's funny. (laughs) Said Representative Bart Gordon, Democrat of Tennessee. He said it was a cynical effort to undermine an important bill for my nine-year-old daughter, for your kids, and your grandkids. The bill had passed the committee, which is what's important. Last month, with bipartisan support, 29 to eight. Ah, oh, you know, so as, as as Gordon said, we're all opposed to federal employees watching pornography. Duh, you know, Th- that's not a question. But that's not what this was about. He said the motion to recommit was about gutting funding for our science agencies. And the bill, a reauthorization of thing called 2007 Competes Act, has been supported by interests usually seen as aligned with Republicans. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is all for it. Oh, my.
2: Oh, my. So that just one, one guy, huh?
0: It's like one guy in the Senate can put a hold on anything, and it just doesn't come up. I mean, no, no, it, it, th- this was agreed. There must, they, they got together and said, how are we going to screw this up? You know, and, and, the, and the guy said, well, it's it's science for kids. All the better, you know, yeah. because they're going to teach him evolution and, and they're going to teach him that the earth is more than five days old and all that stuff. Oh, I was afraid they were going to teach him how to do the speed trades, but go on. We'll get into that yeah. later. So, no, he got together, caucus probably with a bunch of Republicans, didn't come up with it on his own, but 121 Democrats rolled over and showed their blue bellies. Well, they
2: wouldn't want to have voted for people to walk. Watch, you know pornography on not this is on their own time yes on their own time when they're at home no i think i think computers. i think it's
0: in the office when they're not performing official pornographic acts on the public they're watching private pornographic acts on their computers mm-hmm.
3: Take a little memory and you wrap it up in cloth. Tie it up, the string, up the soft, with a string, whisper something soft, through the crack in the back door, out into the air. misteriosos revelados del Congo. retire de la maldad brujo poderoso chengo macho buenos sueños convertidos en realidad buenos sueños convertidos en realidad that Sunday sun then we'll go marching baby one by one I start by calling you I start by calling you I start by calling you I start by everybody knows the fight in the heart is stares alone You never see them coming but you're watching when they go. Macho.
0: Okay, for more than a decade or more, David, there's been a, a cozy relationship between the oil companies and the federal agency that permits them to drill. This is what Barack Obama said in a Mm -hmm. recent press Mm -hmm. conference. Mm -hmm. It seems, he says, as if permits were too often issued based on little more than assurances of safety from the oil companies. Echoing President Ronald Reagan's comment on nuclear arms agreements with Moscow, he said, to borrow an old phrase, we will trust, but we will verify. Oh, yeah? Uh Well, Barack, how about this? Oh, no. According to ABC. Mm -hmm the White House allowed BP to hide its video feed of a gushing oil pipe in the Gulf of Mexico from the public for three weeks. Count them, three weeks. All the while that same video played in the White House Situation Room. Oh, Uh no. Yeah, that according to ABC, right? Brian Ross and John Solomon of the Center for Public Integrity discussed ABC's quest to obtain the video of the oil pipe and revealed that the White House consented to the release of a 30-second clip of the pipe. Here, the White House finally acquiesced to the 30-second piece because they understood the political and media pressure was vast. Why not sooner? It's been going on for three weeks. People have seen this um, uh, in internally within government almost every day. They're sitting in this situation room. You know, yeah, yeah. It's a big hit. Yeah. Why can't the American people see it? Good question. K-O-I-L. Yeah. The release of even the 30-second clip showing the oil spewing uninhibited into the ocean immediately led outside observers to conclude that the disaster was far worse than the 210,000-gallon estimate of the NOAA and the Coast Guard. One scientist predicted that the rate is more in the range of almost three million gallons a day, based on an analysis of the video released by BP. Why didn't Barack, Mister Transparency, right, Obama, make this available to the public? Well, Why that, did he hide it for three weeks?
2: That sure is a good question, and I, I don't expect you to have an answer to that, Pete. I don't,
0: as you know, I, I'm like, I'm like a huge uh, Obama booster. I am like Mister I Love Obama, right? And nobody's perfect, and and he's proving this now. Absolutely. Here's
2: the thing. Um, If you, uh, I would say it would take just basic physics, not any other special knowledge. If you knew the diameter of a pipe, how much oil could. Given the pressure... Pressure, of, a, of pressure the, and
0: diameter. Yeah, pre- That's all you I mean, need. That, is that all you need? To I figure mean, out I, I failed that question 10. at 11th grade, so I know it's real. <laughs> well, th- but why would they be watching this day after day in the Situation Room, which is a really serious place? That's yeah. where, you know, you worry about bombing Iran, and you do this and you do that, and it's the oil. And we're going to keep this from the American public for three weeks because... They would panic. It wouldn't give us enough time to cozy up to BP and get them to take responsibility. I don't know. I'm just running all these crazy scenarios. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.
2: Well, I, I I, haven't got an answer to that one uh, either. I, it's, I, it's kind of beyond me why they would keep this a secret unless, of course, it has something to do with uh, Afghanistan.
0: I'm Skyping again with Scott Wild out there in Bismarck, North Dakota. How you doing, Scott?
4: I'm doing awesome, Peter.
0: Thanks. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And we're having a a wonderful experience with you. He's our social media guru and is leading the charge as we redevelop and expand and deepen the Radio Friyaz site. Uh, And there are a lot of exciting tools, excuse the expression, robust tools available to us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Scott?
4: Well, one the first tool that we're putting into play is obviously, and you've mentioned it before, a WordPress blog, and and simply because you know people get so hung up on the word blog, they think of it as really kind of a journal uh, or a dear diary kind of situation, and oh, I don't know if that's going to work for my site. Well, really, WordPress in itself is just sort of like it's a delivery engine. It's a it's a newsletter delivery engine. It's a podcast delivery engine. It's a show delivery engine. And it's also wrapped around one of the best content management systems in the world and it's free. Uh, so we're using WordPress and I really highly recommend that any business out there, what, regardless if you have an HTML site or a, a whatever platform you're on, that you seriously consider integrating a WordPress blog and, and there are Blogger and TypePad and there's a lot of other ones. I highly recommend WordPress because it's simply the best in my opinion. But get a WordPress blog integrated in with your system because it can really help uh, push that information out and get chewed up by the search engines and, and indexed by those search bots. So, we're implementing a WordPress blog as the first stage. I know that the site right now that you have is currently in a, in a Wiki, Wiki environment. Um, and so, and it's serving its purpose, but we want to take that to the next step so that it saves time for the team when a show is posted on the homepage that means that it's also in the archives automatically and we don't have to do a lot of switching around but the really cool thing is that once we post a show we're automatically going to use uh things like twitterfeed.com to push that show out to facebook and twitter and several other social media sites so we're going to put it in front of a larger audience and also by posting it inside that wordpress blog we can automatically shoot that show out to iTunes and people can subscribe to iTunes. In fact, um, I was talking last night how I, I don't know that I've ever actually listened to the, the full show on the website. That's just my, my workflow. I actually wake up every morning and the, the new Radio Free Oz is sitting on my iPod waiting for me to go so I can grab it, take it with me in the car um,
0: and listen to it wherever I want. Yeah, that's called time shift, isn't it? I mean, you know, the, in fact, the thing is, Scott, that when I started the show, I came from the old school and I was yeah. thinking of live radio and, and, and people were going to kind of like huddle around their computer and listen to the show. I really didn't have the concept of social media. I didn't really take a look at the web and how extensive it is, how powerful it is and how omnipresent it is. And, and now with, with, this, with things like WordPress, there are these open source free programs that that allow you to access that, if you're willing to pay attention and and put in the time. And that, I think, speaks very highly for the kind of mass, in the best sense, mass interactive communication we're going to have in the future.
4: There's no question about it. And, I mean, l- turning it from the monologue, which, you know, radio is typically the, the monologue which you're used to, yeah. um, and, and now we're moving into the world of dialogue. So we're, not only can people consume the show when and where they want, but they can also give feedback immediately on a particular segment. Or let us – maybe, you know, we're setting up uh, – tools inside the the new site to allow people to submit questions for guests or future guests and things like that. I absolutely
0: love that. I need the feedback. I I never used to like feedback on the radio. you know, It's like you used to say, you can't get love over the radio. Thank you very next. But this (laughs) is a whole different world. Well, thank you, Scott. We're going to continue to investigate this world with you uh, in the weeks to come. Thanks for being with us.
4: Absolutely. My pleasure.
0: Well, Peter, um, it seems that marriage is back in the news, dun, 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 dun. you know, yeah. love and marriage
2: and, uh, and, and, horses all that. and carriage, all that's back.
0: As we expected, Portugal has become the sixth European country to legalize same-sex marriage. Okay. President Anibal Cavaco Silva, gee, that's short for their names, said he had decided to ratify the legislation that passed parliament in January. Portugal, which is about 90% Catholic, mm. joins the Netherlands, Belgium, Spain, Norway, and Sweden, you know. They all, same-sex marriage, okay. France and Denmark recognize same-sex unions, but they don't extend all the rights enjoyed by married heterosexual couples. Okay. Well, they can all use the euro there. They can. They can. They can. And during his visit to Portugal, hmm. Pope Benedict Sixteenth denounced gay marriage and abortion, but the Pope, it seems, doesn't have the moral persuading power he used to. I wonder why. Hmm. Well, if the Pope won't marry you, maybe I, fairy, will. All right, all right so, Yes. Everyone stood when the bride walked down the aisle in her white gown but not the wedding conductor because she was bolted to her chair. The nuptials at this Tokyo ceremony were led by i-fairy, a 4-foot-tall seated robot with flashing eyes and plastic pigtails. Hello. Sunday's wedding was the first time a marriage has been led by a robot, according to its manufacturer Kokoro Company. Please lift the bride's veil. The robot said in a tinny voice and that's not me doing a tinny voice no waving its arms in the air as the that's newlyweds kissed in front of about 50 guests uh-huh. the wedding took place in a wait, restaurant wait, wait, what, the what? guests were real i, I don't know Uh-oh. i don't know i'll have to call and find out probably somewhere, somewhere, okay. some were some weren't you know,
2: mm-hmm. you know yeah, what i mean a few robot guests are some
0: androids you know you know what i mean mixed company mixed company right. right i think the android sisters actually sang at the event <laughs> The wedding took place at a restaurant in Hibiya Park in central Tokyo where the i Fairy wore a wreath of flowers and directed a rooftop ceremony. I don't think that I Fairy knew what she was wearing. You could have had barbed wire around her, and she'd still the pigtails would have flashed in the eyes. i not barbed wire, she's a big star, but go ahead. Wires led out from beneath this robot to a black curtain a few feet away where a man crouched and clicked commands into a computer. Here's the bride.
4: <laughs> this was a
0: lot of fun. I think that Japanese have a strong sense that robots are our friends, said the bride, Satoko Inui, 36, who works at the Kokoro factory. Oh, she work with a robot every day. Good no. friend never give her a problem. No. Oh, I'm going to stop doing that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They, they're they're going to start blogging. <laughs> when, when you can blog us on the site, which will be soon. It, it's and I hate us
2: for, okay, for, yeah. uh, for doing a But the Japanese
0: are my favorite you. insane people. I don't like the Chinese at all, but the Japanese... I just love the fact that they they take any culture, particularly our culture, and mash it with their culture, and yep. come out with the most insane things. Of now
2: the world. I hear that Hello Kitty is, however got to be replaced. Hello Kitty's been around for a long time, and I think she is going. And no. Hello Kitty was always one of the funniest, uh, most wonderful, you know,
0: things. Well, what about, th- that means no more Hello Pussy dry cleaners. I yeah. have to tell the story. Oh, right. oh. Okay. Yeah. There's yes, a, why a, not? A, a HP Cleaners, which is one of the dry cleaners here on Whidbey The Island. only dry cleaner. Yeah, on South, South, South Whidbey, Whidbey yep. right? Okay, and the front of the store is an entire Hello Kitty emporium yep. and lot those people. It's wonderful. I mean, I went and I've gotten my daughter all kinds of interesting things, and and then there's a the dry cleaners, right? Yes, that's well, right. Well, they decided to put a porno shop in the back. Am I right? You are right. They yes. decided to put a porno shop in the back. And, of course, the residents, this is before I moved here, but I hear that they scotched it real quick. It was uh, open and closed, I would say, in the same day, probably. Yep. So, yep. But to me, they will always be known as hello pussy cleaners. More news from Afghanistan. Farmers from the district of Marja, which since February has been the focus of the largest American-led military operation in Afghanistan, are fleeing the area, saying that the Taliban are terrorizing the population and that American troops cannot protect the civilians. This is a very common theme. The departure of the farmers is one of the most telling indications. The Taliban fighters have found a way to resume their insurgency. Three months after thousands of troops invaded this Taliban stronghold in the opening foray of a campaign to take control of southern Afghanistan. Remember, General McChrystal said, This is it, and I've got a government in a box ready to take over. Well, the only thing that's in a box is American soldiers and innocent women and children and lots of Taliban. Militants have been infiltrating back into the area, and the prospect of months of more fighting is undermining public morale, and residents' officials said. As the coalition prepares for the next major offensive in the southern city of Kandahar, the uneasy standoff in Marja, where... Uh, Neither the American Marines or the Taliban have gained the upper hand, and clashes occur daily. It provides a stark lesson in the challenges of eliminating a patient and deeply rooted insurgency. Patient and deeply rooted. Brutal, really brutal, despicable people, but patient and deeply rooted. Combat operations in Marja ended at the end of February, and the military declared the battle won. Yeah, mission accomplished, McChrystal. But much of the local Taliban, including at least four mid-level commanders, never left, stashing their rifles and adopting the quiet farm life. The insurgents' extensive intelligence work in Marja has remained intact, and they have been able to maintain a hold over the population through what residents have described as threats and assassinations. Real nice guys. In April, members of the Taliban visited one old man late at night and made him eat his aid registration papers, several residents said, a mafia-style warning to others not to take government aid. At the beginning of May, a well-liked man named Sarifula was beaten to death, accused of supporting the district chief and not paying taxes to the Taliban. His killing froze the community and villagers stopped going to the district administration. I wonder where in the Quran they read about beating people to death and making them eat pieces of paper that they find. Well, maybe it is there. I I don't know. The population remains divided in its support for the Taliban, with a portion providing shelter and assistance to the militants and few daring to oppose them. Villagers complain of indignities imposed by the foreign forces also, like the arrest and killing of civilians, house searches that violate the ethnic Pashtun's sense of honor and the sanctity of the home, and checkpoints where they are forced to lift up their shirts, which is deeply shaming for Afghans, just to show they are not carrying explosives. Americans are so ethnocentric. We really believe that our lifestyle is the way, you know, we, we are the shopping mall of the world. We don't take any time to learn anybody else's language and learn anybody else's customs. Nobody got together with McChrystal and said, you make these people raise their shirts and you're going to just humiliate them. And every time you humiliate them, you create another insurgent. More Taliban fighters have arrived in recent weeks, slipping in with the itinerant laborers who've come to work the poppy harvest and staying on to fight. The poppy harvest? What happened with the DEA? What happened with, we're going to replace poppies with what? Wheat? Flax? Tangerines? No. They're growing poppy. We're letting them grow opium, and then we're letting them ship it out to the world, and then we're spending billions of dollars to interdict the stuff, or or, you know, or, or arrest and jail the people who use it. Okay, so what these Taliban do is they come in disguised as itinerant farmers. Then they fire several shots at an American patrol and then flee or throw aside their weapons and pick up spades posing as innocent farmers. It's, it's, it's like a little a, a, a pantomime, a dumb show. And we're the dummies. We know who the Taliban are, said Mohammed Ismail, a farmer in the region. When they attack the police or the Americans, they put down their weapons and sit down with ordinary people. We cannot say a word against them. They know us, and we know them pretty well. We know Taliban are killing people and threatening people, but we cannot stand against them or tell Americans or police about their whereabouts. This is a real pickle. Mr. Obama, I know you inherited this mess, but you've got to use your good mind and your best offices to get us out well peter i I just was musing,
2: and I thought I could perhaps involve you in this uh, amusing musing moment about uh, uh, existence, you know why we're here and questions hmm. like that big deep questions yeah it's it's people have been working on this for a long time, deep underground and uh yeah, that's where they work on it, underground. They, don't, you know, they can't be in the daylight. And Distracted by the real world. Yeah, no, no. That would be trying to figure out the wrong way of going about figuring out existence. Anyway, this has been going on a long time. And Dennis Overby, one of my fav- favorite uh, New York Times writers, always writes about the most obscure, weird, and offbeat universal stuff. So <laughs> this is, uh, this is uh, uh, a story called Thank Your Lucky Muons. Yes, siree. How, how is it that matter and antimatter, how is it that we matter instead of we don't matter or aren't matter? Read on, Dave. It? I have okay. no answers okay. to these deep All right. questions. Over the years, physicists have discovered a few examples of what they call CP violation in rare reactions between subatomic particles that tilt slightly, uh, slightly and slyly, slightly too, in favor of matter over antimatter. But not enough— to explain our existence.
0: But it's important to them. They've made yeah. a choice. Now, you know, now, it's, it's a personal they, choice. No,
2: they've, they've, they've gotten a little farther with. The new effect hinges on the behavior of particularly strange particles called neutral B
0: mesons. Well, they got are, a strange name. They
2: do. Just, but well, they aren't strange. I think those are other things.
0: Well, that, that's quarks have that's strangeness. That's quarks have, have strangeness. Color,
2: right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, these are weird because they can't make up their minds. Mm. These muons, they can't make up their minds. They oscillate back and forth trillions of times a second. You think you're trading your stocks fast. Okay. Between their regular state, whatever that is, like flush, and their antimatter state, which is... uh, Okay. As it happens, the mesons... Created in proton antiproton collisions. Look out for that antiproton baby. Seem to go from their antimatter state to their matter state more rapidly than they go the other way around. Are you still with me? I'm with you. Leading to an eventual preponderance of matter over antimatter of about one percent. And then they just decay. Then they just go go away.
0: Oh, the, So th- that's how we get all this stuff together. This is all this stuff, This okay. is the 1% that have chosen to be with us.
2: Yeah, now, now, here's Dr. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but, yeah, yeah, you know that doctor.
0: I read his uh, article.
2: It's slightly translated. Whether this is enough to explain our existence is a question that cannot be answered until the cause of the still mysterious behavior of these B. mesons is directly observed, said Dr. <laughs> who called the situation fairly encouraging. Oh, <laughs> But then they talked to a theorist at the Fermi lab where all of these things is going on. Uh, and, and, and I think he has he has it, Pete. He has the final word he on this. He has the final Let's word on this one. Joe Lichen, mm-hmm. not that kind that grows on
0: rocks. It's, no. But it doesn't grow on rocks unless the B. mesons in the Lichen decide Lycan to be decides, with us and, and they're they're not, not,
2: uh, not with Auntie. not Not with us. Right. Okay. He said... So I would not say that this announcement is the equivalent of seeing the face of God, but it might turn out to be
0: the toe of God. I, I love these, these scientists. They're bright, but they're, they all want to be comedians. You know what I mean? They all want to be storytellers and comedians. So God is hiding his face because that's the antimatter part of God. But the toe, the matter toe, he sticks in the door.
1: Yeah, hey, come on, get inside, quick, the show just started. Show? No, uh, what does it cost? Who cares, it'll make reality less painful. Great, balls of Come fire. on, hurry up, get oh, in, our... Uh, Chair for Mr. Smith. Hey, boys, come over here, quick, come on. Me? Get inside, oh, the show's on? about to start. Oh, no, we're broke. Yeah, I eh? place inflation, you know, it's How terrible. much does it cost? Don't worry, boys, you paid for it already. Hurry up, get oh, inside. Okay. Two more chairs hey, for two more Smiths. This way for the recruiting show. Step up for the recruiting show, gentlemen.
2: On the center stage, Canteen is happy to present the Fighting Clown.
1: Beaners, sips, berserkers, coupon clippers, factory workers, old folks hiding in the attics, mothers,
0: truckers, dope, dope fanatics. fanatics. they here tonight.
1: We'll go to war. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Are you ready for it, huh? You are ready to sacrifice everything for the cause? Because? Mm? Are you really? You're all smiling now, but will you be smiling, say, six months from now? Are you really ready to give up your gas and your precious pocket calculators? Mm? <laughs> we'll see. No more eating. Dinners. No more being game show winners. No more playing craps and pharaoh. No more driving your Camaro. Camaro, Camaro. There'll be no more Camaros. More camar- Berserkers Aborted pregnant Welfare shirkers We're all Bozos on this Bus This Ah.
3: bus is off to war Hey! Hey.
1: Oh yes, 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 you're all Cheering now, aren't you? Uh, But I wonder if that Smile on your face isn't Really a Cheshire smile Huh? On yes, I can see your real faces. Yes, yes, I can see some people over there who look like uh, living lover beaters. Yes, yes, and there's a a whole section of lotus eaters, and in the middle there a whole bunch of tax form oh, cheaters. I... Huh? <laughs> but listen carefully to what we have to say. <laughs> I met a, a funny,
3: funny bearded fellow.
1: TV screen, Ruski Pow, eh? Let's see what kind of sharpshooters we have out there today. Uh, you, young lady, how'd you like to try to stop that Soviet soldier before he stops you, eh? Just say Ruski Pow and let's see if you can get him. Ruski Pow! Uh-oh, he's still heading towards the club. Try again!
3: Okay. Bozos,
1: Venus, Sips, Buzikas, Heroes. Heroes, Heroes, Closet Jerkers, we're all bozos
0: on this bus.
1: The president is
0: driving us, not one of us will make a fuss, this, this bus.
3: To war.
2: Well Peter, uh, come to the end of another show. Another oh another wonderful show. Yeah. And it was uh, it was Wednesday, all day today in whatever cyberspace you're in. It was a spring day uh, here on Whidbey Island and we had rain. During the night. And you know, sometimes, well, I just think these Chinese poets live on Whidbey Island. I've got this. And uh, by special request, I brought back the book Five Tang Poets with great translations
0: by a guy named David Young. Yeah, I love these. I, w- I was one of the ones that made the request. You Go
2: did. Ahead. And this is Tu Fu, Rain on a Spring Night. Congratulations, rain. You know when to fall. Coming at night. Quiet walking in the wind, making sure things get good and wet. The clouds hang dark over country roads. There's one light from a boat coming down river. In the morning, everything's dripping. Red flowers everywhere.
0: Yeah, congratulations, Rain. You know when to fall, and we know when to close it down. That's Radio Free Oz for today. Brought to you by the Oz team, our co-host, David Osman. I'm your host, Peter Bergman. John Cumming does the one and zeros. Phil Fountain, head of the Oz Design Group. Go on up to RadioFreeOz.com. It's a beautiful splash page today. Tom Gedwillow, our webmaster. Dave Maloney, our audio engineer, superb. Bill McIntyre, the producer. Scott Wild, our media genius. Be posting at you tomorrow.